Blog Talk Radio. I talk 
you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Hello. It is Tuesday, guys. It's here for March, April, May. The 31st, I'm off by day because we were off yesterday celebrating Memorial Day, and I'm well-rested. I hope you're rested because we need to talk about some stuff tonight. I have a special guest online with me, and I want to make sure that their sound's doing well um, my, because my music sound is not the greatest, and I've got to fix that because I like for the music to be good because... Yeah, that was love making song. We're gonna talk about some 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 a little bit like that. Or maybe it is the same thing. I don't know. I'm here to learn tonight with my girl Summer and Ashley. Ashley and Summer, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Great, great. Just making sure that we had good sound. I'm using this iPad tonight, which I swear, everything that you get electronic, you have to register it to the Wi-Fi or you have to remember this long made-up code that somebody couldn't just like, let me use my, you know, let me use a number that I'll use all the time. But everything you do in this world comes to code. I have 15, 20 codes that work uh, depending on what I'm doing there, and then you get to a pay and rent to do it online, you gotta you gotta have a code for that. And damn it, you buy an iPad, you gotta have a code for that just to use the Wi-Fi that you already paying for. Like they want to know every single <laughs> device that you're on, and I think that that's just a little bit too much information. But then come on here to rant about that. Came on here because I wanted to get this little bit of news out of my system before we go forward with sex tonight. Because sex is always supposed to be a good talk supposed to be healthy, supposed to make you feel light. It's supposed to make you transcend. I saw Ashley or, or some one of you guys had shared this article about transcending and sex, and I didn't even get to read it. You know why? Because we were talking about a damn gorilla all day long, a gorilla. Now, now, not just any gorilla, and I, I, I don't want it to sound as if I'm not a person who uh, has um, love for other life forms because I think that you know everything. I mean, we go, we kill cockroaches, but you know, we love uh, we love gorillas. We don't like well, Ashley likes snakes. I don't like snakes, but you know. <laughs> um, we, 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 we we don't necessarily make blogs or go on and on and on all day long about that. But today we did. And I was like, I could not believe the number of people who had something to say about this whole gorilla talk. Now, unless you've been under a rock and just have not peeped out in a long time, Cincinnati, Ohio, over the last couple of days, I think it was on yesterday. Yeah, it was just reported on yesterday. What had ha- what had happened was a little boy that uh, is still alive, that does still live, somehow reportedly fell into a gorilla habitat. 
Now, this is a four-year-old child fell into the animal's enclosure. Uh, What they're saying was at least a 10-foot fall and had to be rescued uh, after taking the life of the gorilla. Now, everybody and their mama and their mama's friend had something to say about this whole happening. Some people are like exactly what should have happened happened. Other people were like, we didn't have to kill a gorilla. Of course, if you're a PETA lover, uh, the protection of animals, you know, group, they feel like this is excessive. And they've started a petition that has 330,000 signatures to date to have some sort of justice, whether it is to prosecute or to charge criminally the persons who made the decisions to kill the gorilla or to somehow make uh, responsible the parents of the four-year-old who fell into this haven. Now, just I know y'all didn't prepare for this particular subject, but I'm just interested in knowing what you guys think. So I'm going to start with you. What do you think about this damn gorilla? <laughs> I, 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 I kind of have mixed feelings about it because I see both sides of the spectrum of it, but I think it was um, a tad bit or – more than a tad bit of negligence on the parents who have of allowing the child to get so far from them to be able to fall mm-hmm. over a gorilla exhibit. I just, I just find that, you know, it's negligent. I find it negligent. And I know sometimes, you know, we're someplace we turn our head two seconds and the child is gone, but the child has to be extremely far, far away from them to actually be able to climb over and fall down and see something so big. So mm-hmm. I, I just, I just have so many mixed feelings. And about killing the gorilla, I'm pretty sure that they deemed that was necessary because any quick, sudden movement, that gorilla probably mm-hmm. would have pulled cow in half, you know, and that, that would mm-hmm. kind of spark other issues. But at this point, you know, I'm still all lives matter. So, you know, I fuck with the gorilla and the baby and the baby's mama. So <laughs> I, I went on. <laughs> well, actually... Ashley, you laughing. What do you have to say about this damn gorilla? And then we're going to take a few calls just to get people a little warmed up before we get into this sex talk because I got a feeling I'm going to just be sipping on my drink because I got lots of questions to ask tonight. But before we get to that, what do you think about this uh, whole gorilla business? See, I didn't make a post on it because I didn't want to talk about it, but uh, since me on the phone. <laughs> um, now, I love animals. I don't love animals to the point that um, if I had to choose between human life versus animal life, then you know what I mean. But I Uh do think that the parent was negligent. I have three kids, and Uh I know how you have to keep your eyes on your children, especially when, first of all, the last worry or concern that I have is my child falling into an animal area to so his um, habitat. That's the last thing I'm, I'm worried about. I'm worried about one of these nasty mm-hmm. motherfuckers trying to snatch my child. So I'm going mm. to watch child for that reason. So for me, mm-hmm. I can't fathom how that child fell into that thing. I, I can't. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think after I watched a few different clips of that video, I did see him dragging a baby. He's an animal. That's you know how he That's would do his Right, but right. it did seem as though he was trying to protect him because I seen him every time the, the child would try to walk off, he would like push him behind him and stand in front of him. So mm-hmm. I don't see that he was being um, hostile with him. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on it because we weren't there, so we don't really we never we haven't seen 
footage on how that child even got in there. But I do know they right. ran a police a background check on the father doing some fuck uh-huh. shit because they black. So, it, I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's just it's too deep. We're going to have to have a whole other damn phone call conversation for that. Because it's, it's just too much. I mean, I love animals, but I love babies, but I also don't like negligent parents. I mean, I'm trying to be uh-huh. sympathetic to the fact that any, you know, a split second shit can happen, but at the same time, I don't, maybe because I mother smother. I mother smother my babies. I don't give a damn. No. <laughs> but, you know. Well, I would say I don't want to step on I, those toes before we get the towel started. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I think that everybody's entitled to having an opinion about it. I was just really shocked at the number of people who felt exactly how you feel. Um, and I did read some about the history of the parents, but I didn't really feel personally that it had any relevance to this particular situation. I think you could cloud any situation if you dig deep enough with regard to whether or not someone, you know, everybody has an opinion on what you should be doing with your stuff, and I'm talking about just stuff. And when it comes to kids, it's no different. (laughs) Got a couple of calls I want to ask them, and then we'll get Talking about sex, which is a lot better than gorillas. Ninety-five, ninety-four. Are you there? Can you hear me? Ninety-five, ninety-four. Did you want to weigh in on the gorilla talk? Oh, I'm here. The only thing I can say about I agree totally with both of you guys about what you said about the gorilla thing. But like I said, it's a whole. I've been looking into the race. It's a whole. You're, you're going into a whole other thing. Like you're saying, just because they're black parents, they're negligent parents. Unless mm-hmm. they had a history of being negligent parents, that shouldn't be relevant. So. Right. right. A baby going to, you know, because when you take your child to the grocery store, and I actually had one of my friends, Carlos, say earlier, he was like, if that, if it was a black baby, I was like, it was a black baby. He was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, people got certain ideas and expectations, even based on race, which was interesting to me. I cannot lie and say that I didn't think. As soon as I heard the story before seeing anything, I said, oh, my God, this little boy is just going to be dead because this <laughs> made headlines. You know, he's, it, it made headlines. So I honestly felt like it probably would have been, not because uh, white parents are, are negligent, only because a lot more often than not, any type of tragedy or any type of newsworthiness to a rescue most times are not us. I mean, this is not the first time this has happened. 5407, before we start talking about sex, how you feel about this gorilla? Gorilla, 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 gorilla. Last four digits of your phone number is 5407. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I agree with your other callers. I don't think, my, in my opinion, I, I was placing blame on the mother, but it, I had to question my actions as a mother because mm. there's just certain situations I would not put my children in. I don't mm. go places alone in public where there are going to be attractions that are going to excite them because I know me having twins, one can break away from my hand and run at any time. I can't mm-hmm. leave the other, so I'm always have somebody that can at least back me up. I would have never been in that situation with four kids. I mm. my kids even are accompanied with us on field trips with the school because one teacher mm-hmm. can't see after ten kids. Mhm, mhm. Well, I think all of those are valid points, and you know, I always have to have my little say about what I think. What I did, though, is I wanted to know a little bit more other than a kid fell into the habitat 
First of all, I was glad that the baby was not killed because I think any time, I don't care what animal. It could have been a damn ostrich. I don't care. I think that when you take an animal out of his natural habitat, if he is not young enough and he's not groomed and, and, and cared for in a way that is, quote, unquote, the most natural and respectful for that animal, you run the risk of him returning to whatever his natural state of being is. First of all, we're never going to make that uh, gorilla human. He is an animal, and he's going to always be an animal. And after saying that, I don't know what exactly people who felt so poised to say that they shouldn't have killed this animal was thinking. Damn it, if it was a dog, I know people who pull out shotguns when a dog is charging at their child. Telling me that your child falls 10 feet away from you into the hands of a 450-pound gorilla that has the human strength of 10 healthy adult males, and you're not going to try to annihilate the risk of anything happening because truly a lot of people said, okay, why didn't we just tranquilize him? Why didn't we uh, take him, um, you know, down by just, you know, knocking him out? The truth is is that a lot of animal lovers and a lot of animal experts have said that tranquilizing would have taken too long and it may have even confused the animal to a point of aggression. So it Mm -hmm. may have taken the animal from one extreme, which was obviously by what I saw, a protective mode into a you not going to get this baby back. I got me something to play with in this place where people be throwing peanuts at me. You know, I, I just can't understand how people were so quick to petition about this animal when we've had human lives on videotape. Unarmed black men, black women uh, killed time and time again, month after month after month, and nobody said a whole lot except for well, maybe he was stealing, or maybe had he followed the directions of the police officer, he would police officer he would not be dead. It's like we rationalized the uh, execution of uh, uh, human beings, but then we wanted to demonize the correct action, which is just my opinion. You know, we all got one uh, with regard to you know taking care of business. Take this animal out, and Lord forbid, had the animal like fallen onto the child, um, 450 pounds on top of a four-year-old in a water area, or taking the child into a, a part of the secluded part of the habitat where we couldn't, we would have to have gone in. You know what I'm saying? So there was in 1996 uh, in the Chicago Zoo a very similar uh, thing happened. And in that case, the gorilla brought the child to his gatekeeper. Whoever was taking care of that gorilla, they received that animal back from the gorilla. Totally same uh, incident, different outcome, but who's to say that same thing would have happened? Just, uh, I think it was three years ago, there was a, no, Three months ago, there was a mauling, a fatal mauling of a uh, 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 someone who worked in the zoo of a Florida man, um, a tiger, a tiger that supposedly is tame, that is supposedly on show, that is supposedly safer, the viewing pleasures of people who like to go to the zoo. I don't. But, yeah, they he mauled them to death. And this was a trained professional type of deal. So I'm, I'm, it just, I was not prepared. I, I, I just thought, okay, 
this is going to blow over. But, no, people have been blogging and posting about this all day, and I just was like, I'm, I have to address it. I have to say something about it. And I want us to understand that actually we're supposed to be the more intelligent level of knowing. We're supposed to be the elite group of minds on this earth, and we sit and watch our babies get killed, even sometimes in our own backyards, and we don't say jack. We don't, we don't say nothing about it. We don't petition. We ain't, you know, we say that's just the way it is. We say black lives matter, but then we turn right around and say if they matter so much, we wouldn't be killing each other. Really? That's what you're going to say? But then we're going to get billboards and go fund me for a damn gorilla. You know, I, y'all remember Grape Ape. Y'all remember Grape Ape from back in the day, the cartoon? I really liked that cartoon, but I really was pissed about it because, to me, apes and monkeys and stuff were associated with black people. So I wonder if maybe we walked around without titties hanging out and people were still, you know, shooting. Maybe people will start recognizing, yeah, this is, this is wrong. I don't think so. But, I mean, come on. Let's think about the children for real. We got a, a live four-year-old. Like, I'm so excited that the baby lived. I think he had a broken arm but has already been released back to his parents. Leave that mama and dad alone. Whatever they were doing, it was a mistake, and the baby lived. We got people leaving children in cars. We got people purposely killing their children. Casey Johnson's attorney out of Florida who who helped her get off on murder charges now finally admits that he knows that his client and her mother killed, you know, that they were the reasons for that child being killed, even though a whole manhunt for months and months and months trying to figure out where this missing child was, and she did it. And we say the law just is flawed. No, that's when we should be petitioning to throw her ass in jail, but we're we not saying that. So now that that's out of my system, no more monkey business unless we talk about the bedroom. But before we get to that, tomorrow on The Empire, we're going to be talking to Shamika Mitchell. Shamika Mitchell is one of the founders of Naked Girls Incorporated, and she's going to be with us. When I tell you this girl just say it like I wish I could say it when I could articulate it with I don't care so much. I know that I bite my tongue a lot. I know Ashley and Summer don't, but I haven't seen Ashley and Summer uh, video quite as candid as this female. I think you guys are going to be inspired to tell the truth that I know that's inside of y'all because I know Ashley got it, and especially when we start talking about the Yanni. Summer, I've just kind of met you, but I know you got something great to, to share with us coming up soon. Real quick, commercial breaks, and we're going we to talk about some little sex. Y'all ready for some sex? I need some sex real bad right now. Right the now. Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress Listen. Y'all, I've been trying to have, not sex, I've been trying to download Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye because I so love the song. Like, it's like extra 
for me at this point in my life. I don't know what happened. Like, it's a really, really old song. But when I thought about the words of the song, and I'm not going to quote it because I get a little excited about it, it's like I'm not understanding why there's so many women who are frustrated. And, you know, we had a show a week ago now about the Yanni and knowing your body, knowing your woman is knowing what you need, knowing what feels good and knowing what don't. Then all of a sudden we still don't get it right when we get out in the bed. Like I'm trying to understand, is it something that the women are not doing right or is it something that we need to talk about? So we decided it's something we needed to talk about. Summer and Ashley, you still there? You can hear me? Yes, ma'am. I can hear you. Okay. Well, listen, I want to just plainly put it out here that this is going to be a rated R show. It's already on Blog Talk streaming live. So if you guys want to log into the room there and ask any questions, the more better way for me is, so by Facebook, just because it's on my phone, I'm able to ask, ask any questions of our guest experts. And I'm going to say you know, guest experts because I think that, being comfortable just talking about sex, sexual ideas, sexual things is a level of expertise because it's not something that all women possess. As a matter of fact, I think most women have an issue with just plainly talking about sex. Why do you think it's so taboo? Ashley or Summer, why do you think women feel like sex is something that should not be talked about out uh, in the front? Because the way we were brought up, um, I, I want to say, and I know I'm probably step on toes, but religion plays a big part in it. Um, the mm-hmm. way we were brought up and, and we were taught that we were supposed to, you know, act a certain way and carry ourselves a different way. Like we, the girls, when you, little girls, their parents always say on them about sex and how they shouldn't be doing it and how that's nasty. Don't let anybody touch you there because that's mm-hmm. your naughty place. And they, the mm. way they deliver it to the child, it sticks with them into adulthood. So they constantly are self-conscious about their body. Whereas with little boys, you know, when he go get him some or he sees some titties or something, then you know his daddy dapping him up and he thinks that's cool. So I mm. think that that's why a lot of women feel uncomfortable with it and they're self-conscious with it. Because we are, un, as as well, not me as a mother, but mm-hmm. my mother and her mother and so forth, just were uncomfortable with talking to me and talking to their daughters about it and make and delivering it in a way to where it doesn't make the, the little girl feel ashamed about her body and feel like it was a oh. bad thing to be sexual. Oh. You know, it's like it's a miseducation all around. Mm. Mm. I don't even know if they knew what to what to say. Uh, to your ch- child or children because that's a that's a hard bridge to cross. Summer, what about you? Um, I, 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 I also kind of incorporate religion into the whole lifestyle and anything that is um, conveniently attached to feminism is in tune with the feminine side. Uh, society kind of oftentimes label it as you just being connected with being a whore and not knowing that, you know, you are just open to love and open to just being free. I mean, there is a set thing to have a free spirit and, you know, being responsible with it. But, you know, we've just been taught, you know, in a Bible Belt way, you know, that this is how it is, this is how it should be. And 
you know, you just have sex this way and don't have it that way. It's kind of a brick and mortar type thing for us. But, you know, as we grow into the new age, we understand femininity and we understand how how free sex is. Sex is just a free emotion. Summer, I'm having a little bit of a problem hearing you clearly over the over the mic. So if you if you could bring the mic a little bit closer to your mouth, I appreciate it. But I did hear what you said uh, at some point were that we're in a Bible Belt that uh, it's what's kind of been ingrained in us by our exposure and, and where we live. Uh, do you think that um, there's a such you know, first of all, where where did you guys learn about it? Because I'm going to tell you, we had a class in the sixth grade in Mississippi, <laughs> the, the, the bottom of the bottom, and it was a class called, it was called Meology, and this was supposed to be a class where they separated the girls from the guys. We ended up being told really basic biology things, but the whole sex thing, the whole intercourse was never really addressed. It was just you're going to have a cycle. It's called a menstrual. You'll wear a pad. You can get sick from it, and if you miss it, you are probably pregnant. And that was probably the extent of it. Where where did you guys get your sex information from if it was not the school? It, it was the school. You know, we had the little health. It was called health, you know, back when I was going to school. And they, they taught you generic information. But you have to also understand that, you know, our mothers and our grandmothers growing up in the same, you know, stomp down hard religion type society, they taught us what they knew and, and the basic mm-hmm. information. They said, yeah, I have sex. I mean, don't have sex, but they didn't say why. They didn't teach us, mm-hmm. you know, that our bodies are, are sacred and our bodies are vessels and we can do magic. But, you know, they, they didn't have, they also didn't have the information either. You know, they, they mm-hmm. didn't know. You know, we, we grew up, you know, we, we, 400 years, we went through the 400 years and we was like, I ain't giving nobody no pussy because these crackers was taking our shit. So I ain't even, I don't give nobody none, you know? So it's 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 just been so taboo for so long that nobody it's like the elephant in the room nobody really wants to talk about it because right. you know of the misinformation about it all all we knew was you have sex you get pregnant and that's it. Mhm. Mhm. I don't know if it's different for boys. I don't have any brothers. I wasn't raised around a lot of boys, and the idea was that your girl keep your knees together. Um, I was reared in a really strict religious church, and sex was just not even discussed in church. I mean, it just wasn't, like, mm-hmm. at all. Like, I don't even Unless know if they you even said the word. Well, I mm-hmm. don't even think they discussed it in, in marriage. I can recall a lot mm-hmm. of marriage counseling type of information, but it's taboo all the way around in, 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 in extreme religious communities, and I think it accounts to why there's so misinfo- so many misinformed people. I think it's the perfect place to address mm-hmm. those types of things because you got so many people coming there. I mean, but if you right. if you get you're getting there and skipping over it, uh it's another thing. Now, I wanna ask this. Is it okay, men have sex and they get the kudos for it and it's like you get uh a bonus points or something, like you start growing wings or something. I don't know. They get man <laughs> cards or whatever. Is there a such thing as too much sex for a female, too young for a female to have sex? Because I know guys who 
are proud to say that they were having sex at like nine and ten years old, which I think is mm. molestation. Like that's just way yeah. too young. I don't mm-hmm. care. Uh, you know, the guys that's were like, I enjoyed it. That's sick to me. That was that was that was molestation. And I'm gonna tell you because usually if you a dude that tells you he was eight or nine that had sex at that age is usually it was his babysitter or an older mm-hmm. relative that in the head that. That was messing with him. It was never a, a girl his age, and they mutually decided, "Hey, I just want to try it out. Let's do it." Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was molestation, and I'm gonna tell you because my me myself, I was molested at a, at a young age. I've been raped. Um, I have um, sisters that come to me and tell me that they were molested too, and because of that excitement, your body is mm-hmm. gonna still react the way it's gonna react. So you might have an orgasm. Or, you know, get wet. So that makes the other person think you're turned on. So Mm -hmm. you might have, it might have felt good physically, Mm -hmm. but mentally, emotionally, it didn't because it fucked you up because you were too young to understand what was going on and you didn't understand the energy exchange that was being taken place at that time. So for Mm -hmm. dudes, and and men are a lot different from women when it comes to emotions and stuff. And that's a whole other phone call there, too, because it's like men, you little boys, they're taught when you cry or you tell too much, you're being a bitch, you're being a punk, you need a man mm-hmm. up. So when they show emotions, they're taught early that they're being pussies or they're being gay. As mm-hmm. for girls, you let girls whine and cry and bitch and moan all day and don't tell them mm-hmm. nothing. So we, that's a whole other thing as yeah. far as me and But, yeah, they were molested. They have molested. Cause every dude that I talk to that tells me that it's always been a babysitter. That mm. has, has sex with. Right, because who is even around other than an adult that's in your care at 9 and 10, 11 and 12 years old? I think even all the way up into 13 and 14, because some of these bodies of kids are more mature, are, are as mature as some adult bodies, I think, because of the foods and those sorts of things. But just because it looks like an adult, um, you. If, if somebody's saying I'm 10 or you got to catch the bus to go to school or <laughs> you you can't drive and you can't re- you can't register to vote, you can't get an apartment without a co-sign, you are pretty much a child for me. I just think that way. I, I, I just think that there's nothing, no circumstance that is appropriate, even back in the day, because I know a lot of people – a lot older than me, and I'm ancient. But I've, I've heard of families being started at 15 and 16. You know, I've been married. I married him when I was 15. I married him when I was 16. And it was a different day, yeah, but you still were a child. 15 is still right. 15. Uh, the exposure is different, but I think it's the same. So without having something um, cruel and I would say unusual, because all of that to me is exactly those cases, uh, adult consenting sex is what we're talking about tonight. Real grown folk people having sex with other real grown folk people. I ain't talking about they smart or nothing because some of these things, like some of these things that I've heard is just like unbelievable to me. I, I had one guy tell me once I posted the show inbox me and, and, and he sent me this picture. I shared that picture with you guys uh earlier after I started to kind of get some information. I get penises in my inbox all the time. This one happened to be connected to a, a, a pacifier, and it was just a little bit of thing. It was just as cute as it wanted to be, but I was like, this is just the 
sick. Like whatever God would have to speak to share is stupid. Um, because what exactly are you trying to say that I have a little bit of pee pee? Uh, is there a such thing as having? We, we, so we talked about having sex, but what is good sex and what is bad sex? Because I think a lot of people may need to understand um, that. I, I don't. I don't. I, I can't say what it is generically or as a as a baseline. What would you describe those two? To be indifferent, maybe. Um, some, some, yeah. I, I think, I, I think good, good sex, quote unquote, good, good sex is not just physical. I think it encompasses more of spirit and more mentally than 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 physical. Because I mean, you can masturbate yourself, and and that'll feel good. But as far as um, you know, something or someone who's able to touch you physically and to help you elevate and to open you up so much to where you're vulnerable to see who you are and to help you grow and to help you learn about yourself and to um to, to reach help you reach higher heights mentally. I, I think that that's good sex. And sometimes when we have sex, we have sex with people who are not elevated or on our level or, you know, kind of dealing with their own brokenness or hurt or, you know, past mm-hmm. relationship issues, you know, it kind of grounds our our energy out. And we begin to take on those same negative actions as the person that we're having sex with. So you, you just can't pick random people, you know, just mm. to have, you know, to, to exchange that energy with because you're open, you're vulnerable, and you're open to so many different entities and so many different spirits, you know, at that time because we as women, we are receivers. You know, we have holes. So we, we are able to receive different types of energy and different types of um, different different types of spirit energy. So good sex to me is something that touches my spirit and something that touches me mentally and kind of transcends just what we see and kind of, you know, transcends and takes me to a deeper level of understanding of myself. That Girl, that is the complete like, opposite. <laughs> I thought that was love making. Is that the same thing? Because if you're touching my soul and spirit and stuff, we have to all, go together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all that go together. I mean, the love making, fucking sex. It's the same. It's the, it's the same kind of thing wrapped up in one. Because if you're with somebody who understands you and understands mm-hmm. your body, they can do all three of those things and still help have you to transcend. Mentally, and so all mm. all of that encompasses the same thing. You can't compartmentalize just fucking over here, and you know a little bit mm-hmm. of sex over here, and love making over here. All of that goes together, and you you, you got to mm. find somebody who can do all three. <laughs> you all yeah. hear that? Is that just for that's girls? Because that's boys, not, <laughs> that that sounds. I promise, I ain't trying to be funny, but that sounds like something that. A responsible woman would tell to another woman, but I promise I don't. I wouldn't guess that a man is even looking for anything to that sort. I thought it was you're either just having sex or you're making love to someone that you have this transition, this trans thing. Like you're having a spiritual involvement, openness of the mind, heart. Soul chakras and all of that. I thought that was mm-hmm. when you love someone and you are committed to that person. But are you saying that you can have this transitioning 
spiritual connectivity and and it'd be more than one person, you know, you can have sex I, I over do, here I and do sex believe over there. that. I I Ooh. totally believe that. I totally totally believe that, you know, the universe sends us different kinds of soulmates in, in different forms and we have many soulmates as we travel this lifetime. And many of the soulmates that we meet are the people who we do have sex with that are able to, to do such. And I'm not saying that that one person, one person who you choose to marry is able to do that or can do that. No. And I'm not also saying that the nigga at the corner store can do it either. So there, <laughs> there are men. There are men who are out here. There are gods and kings who are out here. You're right. It probably ain't no man out here looking mm. for that. But there are kings mm-hmm. and there are gods out here who know themselves and who have a deeper understanding of themselves. They are, they're going to attract that. They ain't going to attract mm-hmm. Bonquisha at the McDonald's because those mm-hmm. type of men don't have those type sex with those type of women. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a different vibrational frequency like we talked about last week. You know, you ain't, mm-hmm. I know I ain't about to attract no thug nigga off the street because I don't vibrate that way. You see, right. so they I, find I, I'm going. They find that. They, yeah, they, they find. And they wear Tims and shit. Yes, they do. But you have sex with a nigga and watch what you think that nigga gonna do. Mess your whole world up. That's why we have so many heartbroken women out here because they right. find, because they wear Tims, because they dick big. But that don't mean that they're able to help you internally, though. You 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 can't right. just be letting everybody all up in your space like that, though. You can't. Mm-hmm. And you can have mm-hmm. several men who are able to touch you spiritually. Yes, you can. I believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got to pick which one. Ashley, you quiet, girl. Is your spirit being touched right now? <laughs> what are you doing? No, I'm just letting my sister talk because I know sometimes I can get to talking and running my damn mouth, and I don't want to, you know, talk too much. Yeah. But I agree with everything she's saying. Uh, the, the sex she is referring to, me and my sister Sydney, we like to refer to that as the kundalini cock. That's the kundalini sex. That's when it's on a deeper level, and y'all are both vibrating and ascending and elevating together. Um, that that corner store dick, that Clarence rat pussy, that's not what you want. That's the, mm-hmm. now I'm an empath, and I tend to pick up on people's energies. And I've had sex with, I've had the corner store at the club. I just want to fuck dick, and then the right. next day, you don't know why you feeling down. You don't understand why you feel depressed all of a sudden. It's like, I was just happy yesterday, but you done fucked this toxic-ass dude or this toxic-ass woman, and you done took on all their demons and all their negative energy and have absorbed that as your own. So Mm -hmm. I I agree with her 100% about being careful with who you sleep with. Now, I'm a free spirit. I like to fuck. I like to have sex, all that, whatever you want to call it, which we already did the show about the, the difference between the fucking having sex and making love. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's all cool and dandy, but, you know, you still have to be cautious of who you exchange that energy with because you mm-hmm. take on their energy and anybody else that they're exchanging energy with, you taking on that energy as well. So you do have to be very conscious with that, and you do need to know how to protect yourself and also cleanse yourself of that energy afterwards. So, mm-hmm. you know, sex is fun and it should be enjoyable, but you also have to be mindful of who you're exchanging that with. I'm glad you just okay. said that it's, it's fun and you should enjoy it. Like, I know that, I, and, and, and I don't, I'm not judging people, and it sometimes sounds that way. It, it comes off as if I'm just mad because I'm not married. That is not the case. But I know women <laughs> and, and men, but particularly women, 
who feels like it's a chore. Like, I just, like, he going to be asking for some dude. Cause he is going to. Whoa, right. Okay, okay. Or maybe they're I'm empty in some way. And I'm not, they don't have any emotional detachments or having had experiences that changed their idea of intimacy. They just act as if it's, it's a, it's a chore. So wouldn't you say that they're not meeting that partner in at a spiritual realm if they're feeling like, oh, I got to do this again? Definitely. And I'm gonna tell you now. Some I know some sisters that I talk to if they're like if they have depression, they have some other inner issues. Well, male or female, they have some inner issues that they're dealing with, and they don't feel. <laughs> sexy, they don't feel attractive, they don't feel that sexual energy, they don't want to have sex with the person they're with. That's a whole nother level, that's a whole nother topic. But when you're mm-hmm. with somebody and, 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 you're with, and you love them and y'all connect on that spiritual level, because sex mm-hmm. is not just about busting a nut. Sex, mm-hmm. see, well, like sex magic and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now, that that's like that you do to manifest stuff because sexual energy is creative energy. It creates more than just life. So if you're connecting with somebody on a spiritual level, it's going to always be enjoyable. And you're going to always, mm-hmm. I have sisters that when they're with their king, if they're just mm-hmm. holding hands, they can have an orgasm. When you are, see, I don't want to be all proper and use correct terms. When you sucking dick or you eating, you already told him it was radar. When you're having oral sex, if you're that yeah. into it with that person and you're connected on that spiritual level like that, you will have an orgasm. You can have an mm-hmm. orgasm. So it's like I like we have sisters that have orgasms from what another person might think is a weird way of having one. But when you're connecting mm-hmm. with a person on a spiritual level, their energy just excites something inside of you, and you're going right. to do it. So if you're with somebody and you just like – you got all this dick over here just going away. She don't even want to have sex with him. That ain't the right. person you need to be with, and that's your spirit. That's your gut telling you that that ain't the motherfucker you need to be with. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Because, oh. Uh, I cuss a lot. Sorry. I, <laughs> I'm sorry? I said I cuss a lot. I know my bad. Well, the thing is, is I think that uh, people who have good sex cuss a lot, in my opinion. I ain't done no study. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done a study. You know, I, I have. Ain't that true? I promise it you, it's is. true. And I and I, I just happen to notice that people who have the testament of having really good sex usually have a very wide vocabulary. It's not that they don't know how to speak differently. It's just that to articulate certain emotions attached to the words, they usually, yeah. They usually uh, yeah. <laughs> do say some things. Yeah, they they say things like that. Now, I want to dispel some of these tab- taboo things, too, because I think that women go along with some stuff, and they really are not really on board with this stuff that they be doing. Like, you know, I, I and we're going to talk about transgenders and people who are bisexual and, and different alternative uh, sexual identification on tomorrow with Shamika, but as far as the heterosexual world, I can't say that it is truly cut and dry because there are some women who profess 
heterosexuality, men who profess heterosexuality, but they're doing some stuff that is not activity of that. And if it is something that is a requirement for your sexual gratification or your good sex, then you got to be something ain't something is of the fishy. Do you think that <laughs> Uh, do you think that there is a truth to women like doing sexual? I call them acrobats. They get in the bed and be doing all of this circus de soleil positions. They adding <laughs> people and stuff. I'm serious. It's like you do not hear men having to be coaxed into doing this stuff. Women do it all the time. And then what usually happens is there's either a breakup of a relationship or some insecurities fester up to the top of the relationship, and it's never, ever the same. I've, I've heard it so many times. Do you think that women do too much in the bedroom and that we should not be who we are, which is receivers, and he needs to start doing what he's supposed to do? I don't – now, see, doing too much, you got to elaborate <laughs> on what's doing too much because everybody's different. Some people like that. They like adding people, mm-hmm. and they like – Swinging from the ceiling and stuff like that. So, but see, for a woman, huh? When I say doing too much, I'm talking like this. I I talked to a guy just the other day, and he said that he missed out on his threesome. And I was like, how do you miss out on a threesome? Isn't that a planned thing? He was like, no, she was doing it for my birthday. And when I realized I had sent the other girl home because I was trying to be with her, I realized I had shot myself in the foot, and it's like almost a manipulation kind of thing because he had asked for it before, and she really didn't want to do it. But then she went ahead and she did it because he wanted it. And I'm like, what do you want as a female? Are you really going to have sex with a third party just because he wants it? That's when, that's, okay, so I agree. Okay. That's, doing, that's doing too much. If your partner is not comfortable doing something, then you should not force them to do it or you should not guilt them into doing it. Because I know with a lot of women, we are easily guilted into doing things we really don't want to do because we want to please our man. And then you have these other chicks with this side chick mentality that's like, oh, what you won't do, another bitch will, blah, blah, blah. So now these women are feeling guilty because they feel like, okay, now I have to do this or else he's going to get another chick that's going to do it for him. Uh-huh. That he need to kick rocks, um, and then for him that that would make me look at him as less of a man anyway. Because if you know that your 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 girlfriend, your wife, or whoever is uncomfortable doing something, and you see she's willing to do it just to make you happy, even though you know she don't want to do it, and you would still make her do it anyway, you setting yourself up for bullshit. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, she already has issues. She don't want to do it, and a lot of women don't want to do it because they don't like to share. They don't like to share uh-huh. because they still. Are they territorial? What? Me, I'm territorial. Now, I join in on a threesome, but I'm not going to bring my dude to a threesome because I'm territorial with my shit. I'm like a pit bull. You're not going to touch that. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do it. Now, see, but that's greedy. That, that ain't territorial. <laughs> that's, that's just greedy, Ashley. <laughs> but see, well, you know, I, I, well, okay, I'm greedy, then. But now if I have a friend and she's like, okay, my, me and my boyfriend, we want to do it. Can you come join in? I'll do it. I will be, I'm helpful like that. I'll come help. But I'm not going to initiate, I'm not going to do that with my shit because I'm stingy like that. But, you know, you see she's uncomfortable and she doesn't want to do that. 
I, to me, she needs to be like, fuck him. Let him go by hmm. his business because that's what he wants. He's not finished doing what he feels he should experience mm-hmm. before settling down. But that's a whole other mm-hmm. topic, too. God damn. I'm going to fuck around and start talking about other shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody should do anything that they're uncomfortable with. Now, if you're with somebody, if you're comfortable with that person and you're secure with that person and you feel like, okay, I could just be my nasty self <laughs> with that person, mm-hmm. then yes. Mm-hmm. But if you about it, I always, I'm, I'm, I am, like, serious about listening to your gut and listening to your instincts. And I know my sister Summer is, too. Like, whatever your gut tell you, that's what you listen to first. So if you feel like you shouldn't be doing certain shit with a certain person, nine times out of mm-hmm. ten, that's because they're not the person you should be experiencing that with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there is a such thing as doing too much for certain people. Doing if the too wrong much. One. If you with the right one, ain't no such thing as doing too much. Mm-hmm. Well, Summer mentioned on the last show about these extracurricular uh, gadgets in the bedroom, yes. and we talked. <laughs> we talked about the the extracurricular plastics and and glass and 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 balls and and creams and crystals and all that kind of stuff. And you know, I'm just I'm just gonna be a little transparent because I will say this. I think that there is a health benefit to some things, but anything can be overdone. And Summer, you said something about vibrators that I want you to share with people. First of all, are you anti um gadgets and stuff? <laughs> no, actually, I am not anti. I just think that um, a misuse of such can kind of create um, other, other, other issues too. But I think anytime you know you're dealing with a whole holistic, healthy body, you can kind of you know pretty much introduce you know whatever it is that you want. But I just think some some things are, and the overuse of them may create another issue. Like we were kind okay, of, so we know, need an example. We need we need an example. Because I, I, I want like, the pe- I, I want mean, the people to be healthy. I want the people <laughs> to be healthy. I, I like I like using um, yoni eggs. I like using Benoit balls. I mean, I'm down with that. I'm I'm down with the crystal wands, especially because they're healing. At the same time, mm-hmm. you know that you could be pleasuring yourself. Um, now, as far as the vibrators, I'm, I, I can I can dig it, but I think just um, an overuse of that and just doing that shit all day and doing it every day, I think it does numb the clitoral area, and mm-hmm. it makes it a, a bit harder for you to kind of um, in, enjoy, you know, yourself because it's just it, it becomes overstimulated, and after a while, it's like it just don't work like it used to work anymore. It's not as sensitive as it is. And with that, I found that when it is not, it kind of makes your your mate a bit more frustrated because it makes them have to work harder because you, you're mm-hmm. not able to um, ejaculate or you're not able to release yourself um you know, at a, at a at the same rate that you used to, and it makes your mate have to work a bit harder, and it makes it you know a bit frustrating too. I guess you know for a male, but you mm-hmm. know I'm I'm all I'm all for the the things, but I, I I don't know about about the deal doors. I I've never used one. I'm 38 years old. I think I never had the I never had the urge to use one, 
But, you know, I've heard different things. I heard that they're good. I heard that they ain't. You know, it's just, you know, all what, you, what, what you're used to. But I'm really all for, you know, self-pleasure and loving on yourself first. That way you can mm-hmm. incorporate somebody to show you. You can show somebody how to love you because you, you know where to touch. You know how you want to be touched. You know what feels good. But, you know, just, you know, going going overboard with the vibrator, I kind of have mixed feelings about that. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I've been vibrating for a long damn time, and I ain't never. Had... <laughs> I ain't gonna say when I did it first, but it's it's been a long time, and and still with the vibrator with the little bullet, I'm less than sixty seconds from out of there. But um, that's me. I um, for me the sex is mental, so if I want to come, I'm going to come, and nobody. Mm-hmm. From it, you know, the per- the other person being there is just an added, you know, it's just an accessory for me. But I'm going to get me. Um, but I do know some females might feel that way, or they may have experienced like they're less sensitive because they overuse the vibrator. Um, but something that I've talked about in um, my group is the cucumber wash, and it's a cleanse that you do because cucumbers have properties in it that um, kill bacteria and that sanitize. So um, which you have to, I'll share that video on this post just for you. But um, Thank you. it's a clip that you do with the cucumber, and it is pleasurable, but it is also cleansing too, so you can partake in it with your um, significant other. So you can do it for pleasure, but it will also be cleansing you too. The man can use the cucumber juice as well to uh, disinfect this area as well. Um, so you don't a have real to cucumber. use cucumber. A, a, a real cucumber in the produce section, five for a dollar at Kroger. Uh, yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> and in the video, I describe how you prepare the cucumber and how you use it. Um, you know, so you don't have to use actual toys. You can be go the holistic route and kill two birds with one stone or one cucumber, and 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 go from there. Um, they, I mean. Now, we talked about the crystals and the Benoit balls and the eggs and stuff and their healing properties that they have and the benefits that they have as far as helping with the vaginal muscles and stuff like that. So that's one, you know, that's another thing that you could be doing. So it, it, and, and I like to call it, so we play DJ. So I'm all for self-love because if you mm-hmm. don't know how to please yourself, you can't expect somebody else to know how to please you. Mm-hmm. So, I believe that. I mean, I'm. You know, I'm, I'm all down for doing what makes you comfortable and not being scared to get to know yourself. Because I, I, I talk to a lot of women who are mid-age and older, and they have never had an orgasm, and they don't know why. But then when I ask them, mm-hmm. well, have you ever made yourself have an orgasm? And they tell me no. And it's like, well, how the hell you expect somebody else to know how to do it if you don't know how to do it? Right, so, right, right. You know, right. you can be your own teacher. Right. So, okay, yeah, I, I'm trying to keep something in my mouth out of hood. Why? Um, because I'm trying to learn. I'm, I want to learn. <laughs> and, and I really think that it, 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 it is a personal happening, the, the sexual experience, but some of the basics, I think, are just generic, and everybody sh- should have some similar experience. It's never going to be exactly the same or whatever but neither is orgasm, and you're not going to be able to reproduce the same feeling 
with uh, one person that you would with another. Like you may have five seconds with old dude at the corner store that she was talking about earlier, and it may take a good little 30 minutes. You know, for someone else, just because it's a new relationship, you haven't built a certain level of maybe trust or knowing, uh, or maybe they're just closed in certain spiritual areas where you can't meet them there. But I know that some things are not that deep. It's just basic. Now, one of them is this idea that size don't matter. I want to know who started mm-hmm. this lie. Because I, I little think it's a little deep, too. But there are women now who are tooting that horn saying that's true, that size does not matter. I want to know who these women are and and, and what's going on that, like, they're doing something if size doesn't absolutely matter. It may be true. I'm not saying that it's not true for them, but what do you guys think? Do you think that that's true? What's small for one may not be small for the other. So that's the first miss with that shit there is that some people it might be an average size penis but she's used to taking mandingos so she thinking right. okay this average size is small she could not know how to work her her walls properly so mm-hmm. she don't know how to grip it but then there are some that are like abnormally and it's like dude Minis- minuscule <laughs> like like and 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 someone on on Blab explained to me that there is a technique. The sex coach, I should have asked her to come on tonight. You guys are gonna, would love her because she's just as candid as you you guys are. That there is a way to teach. I don't know if I want to teach no little bit of dude nothing, but uh, she said she said that there's a way to teach them um, or show them a, a security way to to help bolster their uh, ego and attitude. And if you can get to that, that's when the size doesn't matter. I just don't agree. Some of you, what you think? You, you, you think that there's just got to be like a minimum? Yeah, you <laughs> got a minimum? Well, you know, you 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 want to feel it and you want it to be pleasurable, but I, I'm I'm thinking the women who say that size does, does not matter. I think they're at a different level of maturity to where a lot of women don't need penetration a lot or often. You know, he his eat game may be good. You know, he may love her tenderly or, or kiss her to where she can you know have orgasms or massage her body. You know, or just make her feel so 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 good without the penetration. So oh. in that instance, no size, I guess, would not matter. Because I've in, in my past, you know, I've had the same thing. You know, I've had some that are just too big to where it's just not pleasurable, it doesn't feel well. And it's some that, you know, were not as big, but, you know, he could do everything else to make me feel just as good as the penetration. So I think, you know, it's kind of a toss-up. You know, it just depends on your preference. I mean, everybody, you know, wants to feel good and everybody wants to have, you know, the right size penis to make you feel extraordinarily well. But, you know, sometimes some people, it don't take penetration all the time. So I guess size don't matter to some people. Some it does. Kind of a toss-up, you know, on, on what you like. 
some women you know, that I talk to in my group, they be like, you know, I don't need to be ate out. I don't need to be, you know, kissed. You don't massage me. Just give me the straight dick. But some, on the other hand, no, no, I want that last, you know, touch me, uh-huh. you know, kiss on me, love on me, look in my eyes. And, you know, they don't need uh-huh. but a teeny bit of, they don't need but a teeny bit of penetration. So I think it just, uh-huh. it's just a preference on the woman and where she is uh-huh. emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. Well, some guys, and I've I've talked about this before, some guys are just so selfish, and women have just become so willing to do whatever that they go without and don't even realize what they're missing until somebody does something different. Uh, One Mm -hmm. guy said that it was just average for him to just get head, like he going to get head from her, but he never kisses. I'm like, what? How can you not? Kiss her, and you expect just without even asking for her to do that. And he was like, "Well, that's just that's just how it goes, you know. That's just that's just what I like." And it's like, do you ever even consider what women like? And I think that's the that's the thing. That's what we're talking about tonight: what women like and what they don't. I um, want to open up the lines ninety four ninety five ninety four. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Anything that you want to add or ask or agree or disagree with with what we said so far? <laughs> well, your last comment that you made about the dude just saying that he just expects it, my best friend, and I wish I, I really wish I would have invited her to listen to this tonight. She is like 25, and she to this day swears up and down that she does not suck dick. So she just mm-hmm. had a sexual experience with the male. <laughs> the male was pretty much a booty call. But after two mm-hmm. times, two, two times of them having sex, he didn't come. So she instantly started beating herself up. I told her, that's your mm-hmm. problem. The first, your first issue is that you sat there and said that, oh, the reason he didn't come has something to do with me. And so it might not be you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now she's questioning whether or not it's because she doesn't give head and he just, just doesn't want to say that that's what it is. And I'm just like, well, if that's not what you do and you let him know that, you know, from Jump Street, get yours, he's going to get his, however he's going to get it. Mm. Ashley, Ashley says she's going to get hers regardless. What advice do you have for the for the sister? Because I think that if she doesn't give head, she just doesn't give head, and her giving it is not going to guarantee him anything. What do you think she needs to do? She said that she doesn't do it. She does, is there a she does not. not. He doesn't do it? I'm not sure. Is there a reason, Carla, why she doesn't do it? No, no, like I said, that's my best friend. So, I mean, I do it. I tell all the time. I mean, I'm married. I have a husband. <laughs> and he's pretty much the only person in my whole life that I really have gotten this intimate <laughs> with. I do it. I feel there's nothing wrong with it. So, well, at, at times she has said that she thinks that she's just going to save that for her husband. But then she, on a whole totally different note, she feels like she's forever going to be alone and all of that type of stuff. Oh, how you feel about that saving stuff? Because I've heard women say that, you know, and I do think that the best case scenario is where you have fewer uh, comparisons, but I do know women who have had few comparisons and they don't even know what what they need, firstly, because they haven't you know, learn themselves. But secondly, um, you just going by what he's saying, you know, because I, I hear men all the time, so I ain't never had no complaint. That's because she's telling us. 
she's not going to tell you. She's telling us that you ain't doing nothing. But that doesn't guarantee anything. Summer, what do you think? You think that her just trying, giving him um, oral sex would possibly, you know, bring him there? And she's she's just with the one guy? Yeah, this is somebody <laughs> new. <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, she. She try if she likes or if she does not like. But men like head, and I can rest assured that I mean he's getting head. <laughs> you know, they 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 like it, and I'm not you know matter of factly saying that you know he could be you know some infidelity or something going on. I mean, but if if she wants to, she can try. But it goes back to what Ashley was saying. I mean, if she don't feel comfortable doing it. He, he can't make her. Do it, you know, and, and obviously she has some deep-rooted issues that that is causing her not to be free enough to have oral sex with her man. So I think it's you know self-reflection time and trying to really right. figure out what is causing the block. You know, she can do everything else, but as far as something, it could be something psychological. It be something that happened in her childhood that makes her not want to even go that far as to um as as to please him, you know, or to have oral sex with him. But, you know, we, we, we're we kind of quick in this society. We live in a microwave society just to say, oh, she just don't want to do it. But, you know, it could be some deep-rooted issues as to why she does not want to do it. And then mm-hmm. we can kind of go from a deeper understanding from that. But if she don't want to do it, you know, usually mm-hmm. she don't feel comfortable. You can't make her do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I, 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 I was going to make me do on that, too. <laughs> what you going to say? I was gonna say that that's another thing too. Something it, it's some deep rooted shit with that as well. And then also, I I don't agree with now if, if that's somebody that she's been with for a while, then okay, try it to see if you like it or not. But you can't just ain't no. That's like if somebody were to give you head and they did it like they didn't enjoy it or they didn't want to do mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna be like, right. Get your child hands off me because I uh-uh. no. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to love this now. I'm gonna yes, need you enjoy to be it. in a like like this is gonna get you a gold medal. I want you to get put right. all you and got into so it. And there's so many like, health benefits. Uh huh. It does. With this girl, I'm trying to told you that 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 is what it need to be like that. And and for some reason, like I, I the only thing that I would say to the young lady is that if she thinks that she's saving something for her husband. I think she that's ain't. wonderful, but <laughs> but I would like to say that if you say something for him, I hope that he's going to say something for, for you because I say that you should always reciprocate in a loving relationship. That, that's what I would say a husband-wife relationship is. It's something that you're going to give, but you're also going to be getting something as well. And nine out of ten times, um, I probably would guess that he's had it and I've heard men repeatedly <laughs> say, especially if you know that he wants that. Um, she said this was just somebody that she was just kind of hitting. But if this is a relationship and he's made it known that he wants this and that he enjoys this and your response is we're not going to do this, um, I think it's probably going to be that somebody else is going to be on the top. I just would, I mean, yeah. I'm just going to be honest about it. Unless yeah. you can have a because I don't know any guy that I would trust to say, you know, I need this from you, and you're not giving this to me, and I'm going to be okay with not having it. Women do that all the time. I'm just saying on the opposite that I, I find that very hard to believe. 18, 19, are you there? Can you hear me? 
Last four digits yes. of your phone number. Hey, do you have anything to add, ask? Any questions, any comments, any agreements, any no's? Because we are going to vibrate just a little. We're not going to use it every day. We're going to learn how to bring ourselves <laughs> to our own orgasm. Um, is there any tricks that you want to share with us or just a comment? Um, no, I'm just listening, but I do think that um, I agree, like, with Ashley and, and Summer when they said, you know, the best way to, I guess, know yourself is to love yourself, and that way um, you can let the other person, you know, perhaps know. So I'm not sure, like, the other um, the other young lady, when she was talking about her friend, I don't know if the guy has ever mentioned, um, I don't know if he's ever mentioned, well, you know, I, I do like Palacio or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure, like, what her sentiment is. I love when people are just willing to say something. Actually, you said uh, you 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 gonna get yours. How you go? Okay, and I'm learning. I got my pen out. I'm trying to learn. How can you come into the relationship saying I'm going to get mine? Like how do you know? How do you know for sure that you're gonna get yours? What if you have a lazy lover? Because it, I would think, and I'm just. Yes, and now by myself, I could do a whole lot of things. I go all the way to heaven and come back over and over and over again. But with <laughs> someone, you have to trust that they know the way to heaven. You know what I'm saying? So how can you be for sure that you're going to get yours? And I think that's a lot of women's issues. They don't want to waste their juices and berries. And I actually advocate that if you're not sure that you want to at least try to lose on this person, don't do it. Don't get in the bed with them if, you, if it ain't something that you know. You know, you're going to get. So with everything, including sex, whether it just be with a relationship or friendship or anything, you are responsible for your own happiness. You should not be expecting anybody to make you happy, um, to make you come. That is your responsibility. Now, of course, they can help bring enjoyment to the situation. But for me, if his Penis is a nice size. All I got to do is get him up, and I can ride him to heaven. He don't have to do a damn thing. Um, so, that's, I mean, I make sure it's, it's mental for me. So if he's doing something and I'm not really digging it, I don't like it, I'm vocal. I'll say, mm baby, come on, let's lay down. Come lay your ass down right here because you're fucking up. I'm not going to tell him you're fucking up. But, you know, it's, it's a nice and sexy way and a cute way to say, let's do Lay down, let me take control, or something like that. Because you don't have to bruise his ego. Because I'm gonna tell you, if you bruise his ego, or you say something that's a little too harsh and insults his manhood, then he gonna be mad and he ain't gonna want to do it. But um, and you are in control of it. Because there's things you can do. You can add bullets. You can rub on yourself while y'all are doing it. You know, move his head, move a certain way. If you get up when he hits a certain spot and you like that, but he's doing other shit that you don't like when he hit that spot. Get a little louder, bite him, scratch him, do something to let him know that your ass is right there. Uh, it's, it's don't that fake it? 
It's not. It's it's actually just giving him a signal, letting him know, okay, I like when you did that right there. Or even after y'all finish, let him know, hey, when you did that right there, I really enjoyed it. You ain't got to say it all prim and proper, but you know whoever you're dealing with, the language Mm -hmm. they speak, and you let them know that, okay, when you did that, I really liked it. And I'm telling you, if you let somebody know that something they did, you really enjoy, they're going to try to continue to do it. But if you lay there and you're faking, right, then Mm -hmm. Because when you faking orgasms and stuff, you only fucking over yourself. Because trust me, the other person don't give a damn because if they done nutted, they don't give a fuck what you did and if you faking or not. So I, I am big on speaking your mind and being very vocal and not being afraid to let somebody know what you enjoy or what you don't enjoy. Hmm. Let me let me ask uh, you, you, your, your, your ladies this because I, I couldn't find anything on the Internet to actually – Give me any biological, scientific, medical uh, explanation. Um, are women supposed to know and feel when he comes, or do they just read the expressiveness? Because I think that you have to be like if you're in heaven, you ain't really, really there, and <laughs> and hopefully you'll you'll know. And then I've heard of people saying that they're they're able to come at the same time. They they're able to time it and get into this rhythmic dance where they're on the same rhythm. Is is this something we're supposed to feel uh, or or sense? Hell yeah! Somebody, do you want to hey. start first? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I said, what did she say? I was gonna say I was asking some if she wanted to answer first because I didn't want to go in, you know. I I think you know to answer answer the question to the best of my ability. I think just um I I, I mean I've been with my husband nine years and I I know when he's about to come, but that just took some closeness, some togetherness, some being in tune, some watching, some being observant, and knowing the things that he likes for me to do you know, for it to happen, but that's, I, I'm so far removed from the randomness that I don't, I wouldn't know when the nigga at the corner store about to come. I wouldn't, <laughs> because I mean, I'm so far removed from that, you know, that I just, but, no, I wouldn't know. But this, you know, the person that I've been with for nine years and we have three children, yes, I do know because we, we have a connection. You know, we are right. one now. We have a togetherness that I, I do know, and it's not anything that I feel physically but it's more what I feel um spiritually. I do I mm. I can I can feel it. I can feel a tingling, I can feel my kundalini, I can feel my shit shaking and being all off balance. So I know that's him <laughs> pushing that energy into me. So I know oh. what's about to come. Yeah. Girl, what is I've been doing? I ain't felt none of that. <laughs> See I you've been okay. at the corner store. You've been at the corner <laughs> store. <laughs> About the corner store dick. No, I'm playing. Uh, I'm not talking about the corner store dick. I don't get corner store opinions. Um, but usually, okay. So most of the time, a dude says it when he's about to come, and you know, um, I can feel when it's post when it starts pulsating that it's that he's about to release. I can always hmm. feel that. Um, uh-huh. so, but I, I don't know because I've never had a dude fake facial expressions, mm-hmm. and I like to watch. Um, I've never seen a fake facial expression. Um, what sis 
just explain, yes, especially when you're in tune with each other, then you just know when it's about to come. And a lot of times when I'm in tune with the person I'm having sex with, we'll come together. So mm-hmm. um, that's another way. But I, I usually feel when it starts pulsating that he's about to or that he's doing it. Mm. Mm. Ooh. This so that's when you got to use the egg so you can tighten up on that thing and you can feel. Hold up. Oh, oh <laughs> baby, baby, listen, listen. This is for the people. This is for the people, girl. Because um, I think that you should. I think that there shouldn't be certain questions shouldn't happen. Did you come? Is one of them. I don't. I don't think right. that that should be a question. Um, I also think that um, um, certain statements should be made. Like, oh, I was just. It's been a long time. I, I ain't done it in so long. That's why I came for that. No, you just <laughs> messed up. Like, who is supposed to? Like, first of all, I don't think it should have to be long. I think it should be fulfilling. And I'm not sure how much fulfilling. Fulfillment that you can get with a partner in five minutes. Maybe, maybe people can. I, I don't know that that would be true for most women. Certainly not for me. Do you guys think that there is a no limit rule on how quickly this should happen? Because we, you said earlier that sex and effing and screwing and banging and um, beating down was all the same. But if there's an energy exchange that happens just in two minutes versus <laughs> twenty, is it is that okay? Because I think it's not. <laughs> For me, yeah. Look, my um my ex he he nicknamed me Quick Draw McGraw because I. If if I'm ready, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I know it's different from me because it's like once it go down, then it's kind of like okay, we gotta recharge that battery. But right. uh, to me, it ain't a problem because if he come fast, nine times out of ten, I done already beat him. So <laughs> wait, is this a race or is this? Okay, and, and do you agree with Summer saying that it's all the same? You're, there's no difference in sex and love making to you. Is that true for you too? Uh, yes and no. Because when okay. love making to me is more intimate, uh-huh. sex is just you know I'm just trying to get this nut. Uh-huh. So it's and like I'm not. I got my little emotional wall up, my little energy wall up. I ain't trying to connect with you. I just want to get to butt, and then we part ways. But when it's making love, then it's more sensual, and I'm trying to connect with you. And mm. Are we are connected? So, so are you quiet? What you doing? <laughs> no, I'm just listening. Okay, no, I'm she connected with her husband. She no. connected with her husband. <laughs> and look, no. what about quiet? Because, see, I think that certain things are signs, too, that women, um, like men try to make women make noises. Like, I wish I could speak Spanish because I heard men like for you to start speaking in different languages. <laughs> like, I'd start doing that if I knew some words, but I don't know no words except for uh, uh, agua. <laughs> and a couple more like yeah, hola and 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 noche. I think that means night. Uh, 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 I saw just saying chalupa. 
Oh, I just started saying stuff on the Taco Bell menu. But is there? Do you do? Is it supposed to, like? I know it's probably preferential by the man, but it doesn't determine the level of satisfaction. Do you think, ladies, that that's true? Because I think men try to read that as, oh, I mean, I had her, I had her grabbing the covers. I had, baby, I can grab them covers and fool you if I want, like if I wanted. To. I don't think it has anything to do with the level of satisfaction. I think some people are natural yellers, some are moaners, some don't say anything. But I don't think it has anything to do with the level of satisfaction because, I mean, if if you're getting it right, you're going to shut up. Ain't nothing to say. You know, all this screaming and. Nothing I said to talk that, about. and, I mean, and people to told me I was crazy. I said that no. you you really can't really say a lot if it's nothing like you're supposed Girl, see that? I knew it. Mm-hmm. All of them hollering. You know, all that screaming and, and bucking wild and all of that. You know, that's good for what it's good for, but sometimes that, that beat all that extra, you know, carrying on. Mm-hmm. Some people do that. I mean, it may feel just that good, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, it don't got nothing to do with the level of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Is there anything else that you guys think I did not cover that you think is necessary to say uh, about women? Because being sexy is different, and understanding your sexuality is not necessarily being attraction. I think also having variety doesn't necessarily mean that you some you know slut bucket. I think you're you have to find you first, and then you may have to experiment just a little. Do, do you guys agree or disagree with that? Uh, I agree with no. that. You, you got to experiment. Um, wait, no. What did you ask that question again? Hold on, because I got sidetracked, because I got a question in my box. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would, what, well, let's do this. What do you think is particularly important for women to know? to be a little bit more confident in their sexuality. I I would say to make sure, you know, to heal yourself first and to get over all the all the taboos and kind of break down um the walls of 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 the past or the, or the things that are no longer working for you. Break break that down and and begin to self-heal and self-love and self-forgive yourself of the things that you were taught um, wrongly about sex and just to open yourself up and to be free and to be a free spirit. And, you know, once once you get to the level of understanding of who you are and what you can create and what being a goddess or being a queen really, really is, all of the qualms, mm. all the inhibitions kind of come down anyway because it's like mm. I, I am not a whore. I'm not, this does not make me promiscuous. This just makes me exactly who I am, and it makes mm-hmm. me sexy, and I'm sexy enough to do this, and I love myself for who I am. And, you know, who cares who don't like it, you know, and that takes a level of boldness. But once you, you know, you, you free yourself and you begin to, um, to 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 forgive yourself for what you thought sex was and all of the things that were quote unquote dirty or the things that you did. That was just you in your feminine aspect or your higher self or being in tune with yourself. But just be responsible, you know. Of course, mm-hmm. right? and be 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 with somebody who's going to appreciate that and love that about you. You know. You know, who cares if you're 118 pounds or who cares if you're 318 pounds? Love all of that. And just mm-hmm. become in tune with, with, with your sexy, in tune with your feminine nature. That's what we do. 
That's why mm. niggas out here going stupid, and we don't realize our power. It ain't just about mm-hmm. the power of the pussy. It's about the power of the feminine woman. So mm-hmm. when you exude that, you know, that shit give off like pheromones. That's attractive because you, mm-hmm. you, you are confident in being feminine. And, yes, I, I, I have sex all the time. And, yes, if I want to have sex with him and him and him and him and your daddy, too, I'll do that. Oh, right. And Miss Ashley. 
Well, you know, I'm Ashley. I'm on here all the time. Uh, you can find my Facebook name, Ashley Martin. Um, my business page is Sweetbox Nationals. I keep the back of the Well, I was Lord Jesus. Um, I got a few notes, but I, I think that is pertinent to bring out. But the experts have already spoken, and um, you know how we do it. She got to have something to say at the end because she the emperor. That's how we do it. Everything like begins that. with an honest, open conversation. The empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in. Listen or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the empire, where the empress speaks and the empire listens. We have had a show and a half about sex, and I know a lot of people want to hear that old raunchy down in the gutter bed like it's nasty. But the truth of it is that sex is very, very beautiful. It's a very beautiful thing. It is a very pleasurable thing, and it is something that most women um, suppress and don't enjoy to its fullest. And it starts with being, just like my girl said, free. And free doesn't mean just loose. It doesn't mean just giving it up to everybody that wants some. I need you to understand the, the, the power with which you are born with and the specialness of of yourself. And I think a lot, I know a lot of parents would say that when, when we were uh, younger, you know, this is a special place. This is even called a special spot. You're not supposed to let everybody into this uh, particular uh, place. And it's not that you want everybody to be there. I think a lot of women are suppressing some of the hurts and harms, not necessarily that it may be to the extreme of being um, – uh, say raped or or mistreated or taken advantage of. It's just if you can't explain what makes you feel good and being able to bring yourself to that in a sexual way, I don't think that you're going to be able to experience that with anybody that you're with. As a matter of fact, I think you'll be constantly searching or comparing to whoever gets you the closest to that, which may increase your numbers. There's nothing wrong with being able to be grown and have a grown relationship with a grown man. Uh, and, of course, you know, if, if you don't find what you need, there's no need in sticking around in a situation to, to try to teach someone who doesn't have that in them. Now, some things I think you can teach. Um, you can teach someone how to please you when you know how to please yourself. But I think very early you can tell whether or not someone, because I think desire and attraction and them wanting to please you will bring that satisfaction to you. But you shouldn't be having to teach, you know, one-on-one to no grown man. Like, I, I just don't think that you should have to. And another point, I think that a grown man wants a grown woman, someone that he doesn't have to try to persuade to try new things. I'm not saying 
change your mind. I'm not saying that he got to trick you into something or he got to bargain with you. Um, he wants someone who's willing to try with him. If you feel safe, I think that there's nothing wrong with doing just that, trying what you want with someone who uh, cares about you and cares about you feeling safe. But if you, you don't even trust the, the dude to drive your car, why would you trust him with your, your heart, your soul, and your spirit? Just don't do it. Don't do it. There is not one greatest penis in the world no more than there is one great Punani in the world. Everybody has different capabilities, and it's up to you, you know, what you decide you want to have for yourself. But don't settle on just having anything just because it's convenient. I think that's the way whores are built. I think that's the way that women feel like they can destroy relationships by putting some extra some extra. Uh, and especially like our caller said, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I don't want to give head, but understand that um, you first you can't say something you don't like if you've never done it, but two, understand if someone's telling you what they need or what they want or what they desire, that desire doesn't naturally just disappear just because you won't do it. I think that's just being honest and being truthful. Maybe they're not the person for you. Maybe that was the relationship uh, that was supposed to show you how you're uh, needing more of a back and forth and more of a compromising type of relationship and not just a, a sexual, you know, escapade. Maybe she doesn't need to have sex with him anymore. Sex is not just a game that guys fight. It's something that women are a part of, too. Um, and on tomorrow, we're going to talk about sex in a different way, not purely sex, but we're going to talk about everything. We're going to have Shamika Mitchell on with naked girls, and we're going to talk about everything, including sex. So I hope that you'll join me on there. Go end the show with a song. I finally got downloaded. I don't know how it's going to sound because I haven't gotten my music uh, player the way that I, I'm supposed to have it. And this little kitty, y'all know what? Kitty cats are so crazy. Like, he is running. She is a girl. Maybe that's why she acting up, because I've been calling her a girl, a boy for a while. But she just seems like the later it gets, the crazier she gets. She acting like a, a road lizard right now. But I'm going to let you go, because I'm going to try to go out and be grown. I'm not going to go have sex, but don't be telling nobody I'm going to go get my dupe done. But I'm going to go have some fun. I'll see y'all on tomorrow. Well, talk to you on tomorrow.